أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان وبعد بفضل الله سبحانه وتعالى نس أمة is constant in the faith and the outpouring of divine favor that is something that we cannot quantify nor qualify and we will see some part of it in this world and the greater part of it we'll see on the day of judgment uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who is the delight of the heart of the believer in this world and who is himself the greatest manifestation of Allah Ta'ala's fadl through his creation for his creation sallallahu alayhi wasallam not just for this ummah but for everyone who believed in la ilaha illallah from the time of Sayyidina Adam until the time this world is going to end that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam who is himself a manifestation of Allah's fadl. The love of that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam itself is a fadl because of the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Al-mar'u ma'man ahabba, a person will be with the one that they love. So he is from Allah's fadl and his love itself is the fadl of Allah ta'ala. Uh, he himself is the uh, uh, one that Allah ta'ala sent to be the instrument of the salvation of all of mankind in this world and in the hereafter uh, uh, through his shafa'a sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his love is also a great instrument of divine salvation and after him under the umbrella and the shield of a person being with the one that they love Allah Ta'ala sent a a, a parade of his awliya alayhim ridwanullahi wa ghafirullahu lahum وَيُعْلِي دَرَجَاتِهِمْ وَقَدَّسَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ أَسْرَارَهُمْ الَّذِينَ كَانُوا وَالَّذِينَ يَكُونُوا وَالَّذِينَ سَوْفَ يَكُونُوا حَتَّى تَقُومُ السَّاعَةِ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive them and have mercy on them and be pleased with them, those that were and those that are and still walk amongst this ummah and those that will be until the day of judgment. Today I wanted to make mention of one of the heroes of this ummah a pious man and a simple man through which Allah Ta'ala uh, brought great change uh, uh, and brought great khair for the Ummah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that still lasts with us to this day. And uh, he is not an alim, but a, a, a very simple person by the name of Sidi Yusuf Ibn Tashifin. May Allah Ta'ala be pleased with him. He lived in the Eleventh uh, uh, century, and he was reported to have a very long life, almost a hundred years. He was not an Arab; rather, he was born to the Berber tribal confederation of Sanhaja in the far east of the Maghrib, uh, maybe somewhere between what is now Morocco and Mauritania. And uh, uh, he belonged to the Lamtuna uh, or Imtuna uh, tribal grouping from the larger tribal confederation of Sanhaja. Sanhaja is a very important tribal confederation 
uh, amongst the Berber people because they accept Islam very early on. And there are a great number of them that will go on to do great things in Islam. So Qarafi rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala, the great muhaqqiq and usuli uh, uh, faqih, whose usuli works are still read by people of all madhahib, uh, and he was a great muhaqqiq of the Maliki school. He was Sanhaji, as was uh, Al-Busiri, who is the author of the Qasida Burda, uh, and the services to Islam rendered by Sanhaja are, are many, and they span uh, 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 centuries. Um, but Yusuf bin Tashifin lived in the desert, and he lived in a time that Sanhaja, uh, much of it had uh, gone astray. So the story starts with an individual by the name of Yahya bin Ibrahim, who is a chief of the, the uh, uh, Jidala uh, 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 Berber, Berber tribal faction uh, or branch. Uh, and he goes to Hajj and on his way back to, from Hajj, he discusses with the ulama the general disarray and chaos in the Muslim world. And this is the time when the the uh, uh, land of Egypt is squarely within the grip of the Ubaidi, uh, the Ubaidi uh, uh, pretender caliphate. The Ubaidis they self-identified as the Fatimiyah, and uh, uh, they knew that the Muslims have a love for the Ahlul Bayt of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So they falsely pretended that they are from. Uh, 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 the descent of Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even though they had no known they had no known nasab or known uh, 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 lineage amongst the Arabs uh, and to this day there are some people who still uh, pretend to the Ubaidi line uh, uh, most notable amongst them is the Agha Khan of the uh, of the the Agha Khani uh, faction of Ismailis, um, but uh, they actually had a great empire, um, which ruled Egypt and much of North Africa at one time, uh, which was finally uh, uh, put out of its misery by uh, Salahuddin Ayyubi, and see how there's connection between the East and the West in the Muslim world. Um, after that, they'll retreat to the mountains and go on to become assassins, uh, a fanatical cult of people who would basically uh, assassinate uh, uh, important people and take uh, bribes and extort uh, protection money out of them. And they're kind of like the bane of like the medieval world until they're put out of their misery by Ulaygu uh, Khan, uh, known in the Persian and Arabic sources as Halaku. That's another complete side story. If someone wants to read about it, they can read Ata'ul uh, Malik Juwaini's uh, History of the World Conqueror in the third portion. Uh, he describes in great delight the long story of the corruption of the assassins and their destruction. But uh, this Yahya bin Ibrahim, who's the chief, chief of the Jadala uh, branch of, the, of, the, of Sanhaja, of this Berber tribal confederation, on his way back home, he's discussing how the Muslim Ummah is completely... Uh, in, in, in you know, fra- you know fr- fractured and in tatters and in a horrible uh, uh, political and social state and uh, uh, how you know he feels pain and he discusses with the ulama uh, how in different places on the way back from Hajj um, the situation and how it pains him 
and how they can do something to change things. And this should kind of strike a chord with us because this is the same pain that we feel nowadays when we see on one side uh, Muslim lands are politically horrible, ruled by tyrants and dictators and God knows what, and uh, uh, spiritually people, everything is breaking down uh, and people are, are leaving the life of piety for the life of sin and it seems that people are kind of running out of gas uh, in terms of their practice. That This is not the only time that this has happened. Rather, these are pendulums that swing in history. That These are the days that we distribute them, uh, give everyone a turn amongst people to see how they're going to do what they're going to do. These up and downs exist. And there's a sunnah Rasulullah left for all of us uh, of how we should behave and how we should live in the times when uh, uh, the deen is ascendant socially, culturally, politically, economically, and when it's uh, on the way uh, down as well. And when it's at its apex, and when it's at its uh, the the pit of the valley. So this is a story of one of those times when things are not looking so good. And Sanhaja itself uh, accepted Islam very early on, at the hands of the Sahaba and the Tabi'een radiAllahu taala anhum. At any rate, at the hands of the Salaf radiAllahu taala anhum. And uh, by this time, uh, Yahya bin uh, Ibrahim. He himself is lamenting to the ulama how the people of Sanhaja used to have zeal and ardor for the deen and great, you know, carried great services of the deen to different lands. And now people are themselves unconcerned with the prayer, unconcerned with the sharia, drink and commit other acts of haram. And anyone who tries to remind them to live better uh, is, is basically ignored, if not mocked and ridiculed, which should be... Uh, something that you know strikes a chord with a lot of people, and so what he does is, on the way home, he stops in Fas, which is the city established by the great grandson of Sayyidina Al Hasan radiAllahu taala anhu, Mulay Idris. May Allah taala uh, uh, have mercy on all of them. Uh, uh, and it was the original cultural center of the far, far western lands of the Arabs and the Muslims, and it, it is the center of learning of the far western lands of the Muslims, the largest major center of learning uh, west of Qairawan, uh, uh, which is uh, next to modern day Tunis, um, and the site of uh, one of the oldest educational establishments in the world, which is the Jami'atul uh, 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 uh which was built by Fatima al-Fihriya, may Allah Ta'ala uh, uh, raise her rank amongst his awliya, uh, a, a, a woman of great vision and of great piety who Allah Ta'a accepted from. That she made this madrasa and Allah accepted it from her. And so, uh, 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 the, by the way, the Jamit al-Qarawin, the masjid is still there uh, uh, and uh, um, you can still go and pray there. Uh, at any rate, what happens is that, that uh, Yahya bin Ibrahim, he meets with the, the legendary Maliki Faqih of Fas, Abu Imran. And uh, Abu Imran, he just asks him, he says, what can we do, you know? He says, we are in Fas, we are an urbanized people, and we are an Arabized people. You are Berbers and you live out in the desert. So I will send you to my student who is more aware of your context and more aware of how you live. His name is uh, Wijaj. Uh, uh, which itself seems like a Berber name. 
uh, and says, go talk to Wijaj. Uh, he is a faqih, he is a, 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 a student whose islah was done and who's, uh, uh, who's uh, you know, reached a, a, a high mansab of ilm. And because he's more familiar with your language and your culture and your customs, he will, he will be able to give you better, uh, uh, better guidance regarding your particular, your particular uh, uh, um, issues as a people. And uh, Wijaj, uh, uh, sending, sending uh, Yahya bin Ibrahim to Wijaj is a sign of great hikmah because nowadays we have a lot of people who seem to know it all. Uh, and uh, uh, some people who race in order to uh, uh, you know, say their opinion. And this is Abu Imran, the legendary faqih, uh, an alim the likes of which there, there are very few in every generation. And uh, he, he, he was okay with like, sending, uh, sending them to somebody who may know better because that's a sign of the people of knowledge. And may Allah ta'ala have mercy on the person who knows the limit of their knowledge and he stops before he crosses that. So uh, Yahya bin Ibrahim goes to this wijaj and says, uh, uh, you know, like, you know, I want to make the islah, I want to make the rectification of my people. How, how can I make the rectification of my people? So he sends a, a student of his uh, by the name of Abdullah ibn Yasin. May Allah Ta'ala raise his rank amongst his awliya. Um, he said, this is a student of mine whose islah is done and who knows ilm and is a, a man whose heart is filled with piety and filled with the love of Allah and His Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and filled with courage. Because we have many people, just because a person is a alim or just because they make a lot of zikr doesn't mean that their heart has courage in it. Uh, uh, and, you know, we don't blame one another. Rather, it's okay to understand that not everyone is suited for every work. But he saw in that Abdullah bin Yasin al-Jazuli. Jazuli is all, Jazula is also a, 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 a tribe of Berbers that Arabicizes very early on. Uh, but Abdullah bin Yasin al-Jazuli um, was a person of very special talents. So Wijad said, you have this, this uh, desire to make the rectification of your people. That is a very difficult job and it takes a lot of courage and a lot of, of work and a lot of sacrifice. I have this student. He has that in him, that, 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 that desire to uh, uh, you know, have a big uh, task in front of him and put his all into it and work toward it. So Yahya bin uh, uh, Ibrahim takes this, uh, uh, takes this uh, uh, Abdullah bin Yasin to his people, which is the Jadala uh, 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 branch of Sanhaja, and has him preach to them. And it's a complete failure. It's a complete flop. Nobody will listen to him. Nobody will come to the masjid. Nobody will say their prayers. When they try to gather everybody, uh, people will basically uh, behave very badly toward him. And in fact, uh, at some point or another, they basically try to kill him and uh, burn his house down uh, and run him out of uh, the Judala. And Yahya bin uh, uh, Ibrahim basically says to his people, if this is how much you hate the deen uh, uh, and you're going to run this man out uh, of our, our lands, uh, I don't need you anymore either. And the two of them leave. And there is another branch of, of Sanhaja. Uh, Al-Imtuna who welcome welcome them and their uh, uh, their chief his name is Yahya bin Omar and very shortly after that Yahya bin Ibrahim passes away and so Yahya bin Omar gives uh, gives uh, um, cover to 
uh, to Abdullah bin Yasin and encourages his da'wah. And that da'wah goes further and further. And uh, what happens is the uh, uh, Abdullah, uh, sorry, Abdullah bin Yasin will then say, we need to go to a place and establish a, a ribat. Uh, what is the concept of ribat in the deen? Allah Ta'ala says in his book, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, isbiru wa sabiru wa rabitu, wattaqullaha la'allakum tuflihun. O you who believe, be patient, and enjoin one another toward patience, and enjoin one another toward firmness. Uh, 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 and fear Allah Ta'ala so that you may be people of success. Ribat means to make firm. And it has a number of different usages in the sharia. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, should I not inform you of those things that will make your entrance into Jannah guaranteed? That you should walk numerous steps to and from the masjid. And that you should literally paint wudu onto your limbs uh, even though it's difficult, meaning it's like very cold or very difficult for you to, to make wudu again and again. And that you should sit in the masjid and wait from one prayer until another prayer. This is making firm, standing firm in your deen. This is standing firm in your deen. This is standing firm in your deen. And indeed, this is the way our forefathers from the awliya of Allah Ta'ala and the people, the Ahlullah, and the people who longed for the, uh, uh, and desired for the, the, the moment of, of union with, with, with Allah Ta'ala in Jannah. Uh, uh, obviously, not, when I say union, meaning being able to feel His divine presence. Obviously, no one can be one with God because Allah is qualitatively unlike His creation. So at any rate, one of the meanings in the sharia of ribat is to establish a, a, a place of landing which is on the frontiers of the Muslims, which is a, a, a place that will serve as a front line to defend the Muslim lands against an attack. Obviously that place living there will be more dangerous than other places. Rasulullah said that standing guard at the frontiers uh, of, the, uh, of the Muslim lands which is also known as ribat, that that ribat, spending one day and one night in that ribat is uh, something that Yom Al-Qiyamah you'll see it will mean more to you than if someone gave you the entire uh, earth and what's in it. And it's a great act of piety. Uh, uh, so, so what uh, Abdullah bin Yasin said is that we need to make a ribat like that. We need to make a place where, where, we, uh, uh, um, where we establish ourselves and um, his program there was to teach and learn the basics of deen by day and night. That the people will learn their aqidah, they will learn how to make wudu, they will learn how to pray, they will learn their fara'id, uh, their obligations of deen. They will learn those things that a useful and functional citizen of, the, uh, uh, of, 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 of any Muslim uh, 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 polity need to know in order to be men of the tradition rather than just slapping Bismillah rahman rahim over the life of a kafir. And, uh, you know, maybe their, their iman will be accepted Yom Al-Qiyamah by the shafa'ah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but they don't represent him in any useful or in any practical way. So what happens is that uh, they will make this ribat and because uh, they're... They live in a perilous situation. The other uh, 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 branches of Sanhaja around them, 
they have it in for Abdullah bin Yasin. They don't like the fact that he wants them to stop drinking. They don't like the fact that he's he wants uh, uh, you know he wants them not to do haram things anymore. And they turn on. They basically turn on them. And so they learn how self defense and they learn how to fight uh, as well uh, in that place. Uh, how to make swords and arrows and shields and etc. Basic martial arts and things like that. So they learn both of these things uh, together in this ribat. And then what will happen is they'll come back and they'll subdue Jadala. They'll subdue what's left of Lamtuna that doesn't accept the, the call of righteousness of, uh, of, of Abdullah bin Yasin and of uh, Yahya bin Omar, uh, uh, who is uh, now, they all take bay'ah, they all take the oath of allegiance with Abdullah bin Yasin, and they make this brotherhood that we're no longer going to fight these intercessant tribal wars, uh, clan against clan, cousin against cousin, brother against brother, tribe against tribe. Uh, that, that The only thing we care about from here on out is the, the law of Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And so they take, because they're in this ribat, and they take it as their their center um, for the revival of deen and for the, the rectification of their society, which is otherwise essentially tribal warfare and chaos uh, uh, and sin. They, they, they become known as the murabitun, the people who, who make ribat, the people who, of the ribat. And so they will subdue all of these different clans of Sanhaja uh, to the point where Sanhaja, all of it will come under their control. Uh, and this is, this is a part of hikmah uh, uh, and this is a part of the sunnah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught that, that there are certain people who will who will accept the path of righteousness because of the Qur'an and some who will accept it because of Sultan uh, that some people will accept what's right because it's right and some people will accept what's right just because that's the order that's, uh, that's imposed uh, uh, that's imposed on them and uh, this part of human nature uh, you cannot just say that, for example, uh, uh, you know, doing drugs is, is wrong and everybody around you is shooting up and just keep saying it. Keeps, at some point or another, the police are going to have to come. They're going to have to take the drugs from them. They're going to have to arrest the dealer. They're going to have to do you know, some things. You're fine. You, you know, some people need to go to treatment, but some people are, are maliciously you know, selling and pushing drugs in order to make money. You're going to have to shut that stuff down. Uh, and uh, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, my God. Uh, Islam, look, it's trying to force itself on people. Islam doesn't force the deen on anybody, but it does force order, uh, just like any successful society will do. Just like any successful society will do. In fact, the difference is that Islam uses the principles of wahi in order to do that. And, uh, you know, we're not here in America uh, right now to do that, but those are Muslims who live within the Muslim lands that are, are, are bringing a, 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 a situation of chaos back into stability. And so what will happen is they will keep doing that. And Abdullah bin Yasin, uh, who is their teacher, who teaches them the love of Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and teaches them courage and teaches them bravery and teaches them uh, 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 to stand firm and to be murabitin in every sense of the word, to be people who are firm and make one another firm in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will give the superlative sacrifice that after Sanhaja comes under, under uh, the program of the murabitin, they will take this da'wah to the next tribes, uh, very few of whom will accept it, most of whom will fight them because of it. Uh, and when they're fighting the Burgawata uh, 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 um, uh, tribal confederation, um, he will fall in battle uh, as a shaheed, as a martyr in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
and Allah will accept that from him. And uh, 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 so after him, uh, the 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 of the Murabitun falls uh, squarely to Yahya bin Omar, who will himself pass away after some time, and the Shatn of the Murabitin will pass to his brother Abu Bakr bin Omar. Uh, and what will happen is they reach a watershed when they uh, uh, will conquer Aghmat. Aghmat is a city in what is now southern Morocco, which is the first large city that they conquer. Uh, and by that time, they will subdue the tribal Berber tribal uh, confederations of Zanata and uh, Bargawata, uh, and they will conquer the city of Aghmat, and uh, uh, they will make it their capital because it's the... Uh, the largest city that they have uh, uh, under their system, the nizam of their the Murabitun. And uh, what will happen is that when they get to that point, one of the Lamtuna nobles and chieftains, uh, who is the one that we wanted to discuss today, his name is Yusuf bin Tashifin. Um, Abu Bakr bin Omar will recognize the qualities and the talents in this individual. And he will do something very amazing which only happens from sincerity and ikhlas which is that he will sign over the he'll sign over the uh, uh, leadership he'll say I'm a soldier and I am a person who is a, a servant uh, of the deen and I will always be so and I'm not a person who wished any leadership out of this so I will take a group of the Murabitun south uh, uh, south of Morocco into what is now Senegambia uh, 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 and some say as far as Ghana uh, and uh, I will carry this da'wah uh, to the lands of the kuffar and uh, call them and invite them to Islam uh, uh, and I, I will do this and I will leave in charge of Aghmat because of, uh, because of your talent and your ability I will leave you Yusuf bin Tashifin uh, uh, in charge of uh, Aghmat and in charge of the central uh, administration of, of this uh, state of Murabitin uh, because of his shawq and his love for, for being out in the path of Allah Ta'ala, he left the leadership and he went south. And that's a whole other story of like the, the successes and the, the services that, 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 that Abu Bakr bin Umar did in that path, uh, the path of Allah Ta'ala. Uh, but now we see that Yusuf bin Tashifin uh, is now the leader of this Murabitun movement. And he's a man of great sincerity. He's a man who learns to speak Arabic. Um, his great love for the ulama and he will go on uh, uh, basically uh, 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 expanding this solid, incorruptible and pious state based on what? based on the aqidah of the Ahl sunnah wal jama'ah and the fiqh of Malik and the, 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 the uh, methodology of, of the deen and he will sweep the entire uh, maghrib he'll sweep the entire maghrib that's hitherto ruled by oppressive people, hitherto ruled by uh, 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 heavy taxation, ruled by an upper class, which is uh, uh, upper class and lower class, which is corrupt um, people who drink, people who uh, 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 people who just don't care for one another or, or for the deen uh, as a society. Obviously, there's always pious individuals in khair and ummah, but they will they will switch it back to the. Uh, uh, to the simplicity and to the uh, righteousness of the early generations of the Muslims and they will become famous throughout the land the, the, the khabar of their righteousness and the love of their, their, their project will, 
uh, uh, spread, the news of it will spread throughout the Muslim lands to the point where even the people back east will find out that this is something that's happening in the Maghrib and the ulama will, will, will honor them for it. And in fact, uh, Yusuf bin Tashifin, whenever he had a major, uh, a major uh, 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 decision to make, he would actually write to the ulama, some of them from Qira, as far as Qirawan and Tunis, some of them even further all the way to Iraq and Baghdad. Uh, and he will actually write to Imam Ghazali and it said that Imam Ghazali will read his letters and will answer them and he will take so much happiness in, uh, 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 in, in, in the fact that there's somebody in this world that, that is uh, serious about their deen and that revived the, uh, uh, revived the, the spirit of the Sahaba عنهم, to rule not for the sake of money or wealth but for the sake of establishing justice and uh, the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in the land and uh, 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 you know there's, there's a lot with regards to that as well uh, and so they will rule uh, this and establish this state and rule it in the in the Maghrib and uh, uh, what happens is Spain across the water is in, is in big trouble uh, Spain which was one unified state um, uh, one unified state that was established by Abdurrahman al-Dakhil the surviving member of Banu Umayyah who survived the purge that Banu Abbas did of Banu Umayyah when they took power. Um, and in, an, in an, itself an epic story, he fled uh, westward until he made it to Spain and united uh, a bunch of warring factions into one cohesive state. That state that he, he made um, had fallen apart. And now Muslim Spain was in the era of what they call the Mulukut Tawa'if, the the, the different like factional kings so each city uh, basically became a city state so you had uh, uh, the Ta'ifa of Valencia you had the Ta'ifa of uh, uh, of, of Seville of Ishbilia you had the Ta'ifa of Qurtuba of Cordoba you had the Ta'ifa of Batalus which is modern day Badajoz which is uh, on the in the south uh, western part of the Iberian Peninsula very close to Portugal, so it's basically southwestern Spain um, and southern Portugal. You had the Ta'ifa of, uh, of Granada, uh, uh, the ta- of Granada, the Ta'ifa of, of Tuletila, of Toledo. Um, and they fought with each other constantly. And some of the rulers were Berbers, some of them were Arabs. And they fought with each other based on their lineage. They fought with each other based on their desire for wealth. They would ally with the Christian kings of, of northern Spain against uh, of Castile, Leon, uh, Galicia, uh, Aragon. Um, they, they, would, they would ally with them uh, and fight with them against their Muslim brothers. And uh, they were really in a weak position. And in fact, politically, the, uh, the, 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 the Christian kings of northern Spain um, were basically playing them off against each other and completely on the cusp of, 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 of throwing the Muslims out of the Iberian Peninsula. And during uh, this time that we're talking about of the establishment of the Murabitun state, there was a particular king, uh, Alfonso VI, uh, who had taken the throne and fought his brothers and unified the, 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 the thrones of, uh, of Galicia uh, of Galicia and of uh, uh, of uh, 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 Castile, Leon, Navarre, and he was in a unique position uh, politically. 
um, because uh, the amount of unity between the northern uh, Spanish Christian kingdoms was unprecedented. And he had a very, very, very uh, bigoted hatred against Muslims. And he thought he saw it as his life work, life's work to completely kick the Arabs and Muslims out of the Iberian Peninsula, which was essentially the spirit of the Reconquista, which was unique actually at that time. There were there were majority of the Iberian Peninsula as Christians were uh, um, were 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 not like that, and they saw the Muslims as part and parcel. They'd been there for centuries of Spanish uh, a Spanish uh, uh, culture, and uh, indeed the southern part of Spain. Uh, had a great number of Christians amongst them that lived in peace and harmony with the Muslims and northern Spanish Christians used to come for trade this was very strange his, his, his kind of like extremely bigoted and extremely hateful uh, um, you know hatred of, of Muslims otherwise, of Muslims otherwise there was you know the Catholic Church which was the dominant church in the Iberian Peninsula there is the Muazarab uh, rite of the Catholic Church that celebrated Mass in Arabic. Uh, uh, there was, you know, they were, I mean, the Muslims were part of the, the, the culture and the Christians were part of the Muslims being part of the culture over there. So this Alfonso VI, uh, he had a very, like, zealous and very scary uh, desire basically to eradicate Islam from the Iberian Peninsula. Unfortunately, his line of thinking will survive until later when the Reconquista meets with a lot more success uh, uh, later on. But what he will do is uh, uh, at some point during his reign, he has to flee for safety. And uh, 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 the Ta'ifa the, the of Toledo, of Toletila, the king will actually give him safety uh, out of, out of uh, honor of him as a king and will basically protect him against his enemies and then let him go again. Uh, and the uh, the promise that the king of Toledo takes is that uh, that that he won't invade uh, from from Alfonso the sixth is that he'll leave Toledo alone, and so what will happen is, at some point when Alfonso the sixth in his reign gets enough power, he will essentially lull Toledo into uh, 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 security, and when politically opportune, he will actually take Toledo over. Uh, and the, the 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 people and the 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 government of Toledo completely taken by surprise because they thought they did some ihsan and good to this man, uh, and that he had promised that he wouldn't attack them, and now he's completely taken it over. Now, if you look at a, a map of the Iberian Peninsula, Toledo is in the dead center, and it is the sacred heart of uh, of, of the Iberian Peninsula. It is still to this day; it's basically a mountain fortress on top of which there's a church. And it is a, a it is a, 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 a basically like the, the the central fortress of the entire country. Whoever rules it has a, a, a view basically to rule the entire country. And at some point in the past, it's actually the capital uh, of Spain. And so, by 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 unseating the Muslims from Toledo, um, he's basically on a very dangerous path. And he identifies then after that. The Taif of Batlus uh, of, of 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 what's in Spanish Badajoz in the south in the southwestern part of the peninsula that he's he's going to go after it next and the Muluko Tawaif who are hitherto uh, um, busy fighting each other they're like oh my goodness like one of our six major kingdoms just got basically wiped off the map 
and uh, uh, now uh, now he's going to march on every one of us one by one, and no individual is strong enough to be able to resist him. And so, uh, 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 you know, some of the Muluka Tawa'if will respond by petitioning him and sending him more tribute in order uh, to, for him to not, 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 to, not, not to fight them. But they know no matter how much tribute they send, this is a man that doesn't keep his word uh, and that he is going to just wait until it's possible for him to go back on it and take them over. Uh, and so out of the Muluku Tawa'if, uh, uh, the strongest Ta'ifa is the Ta'ifa of Ishbilia, of, of Seville. Uh, which is ruled by an individual by the name of Al-Mu'tamid ibn Abbad. Uh, and so they have a, you know, he has in his privy council an emergency meeting. And that emergency meeting is, um, is about what are we going to do? What are we going to do with Alfonso VI, who's basically going to wipe Islam off the, off the map of, 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 of Spain? And so the suggestion comes up, that there is a pious and righteous man who rules over the, the, the Berbers in, uh, in, in, in Al-Maghrib Al-Aqsa, in the Arabian, the far western uh, 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 Arabic-speaking lands, uh, who, uh, by the name of Yusuf bin Tashifin, and he, him and his Murabitun are a formidable fighting force. Why don't we call them across the water to help us? Because none of us are militarily strong enough to be able to stand up to Alfonso VI. And so Al-Mu'tamid ibn Abbad, who is not known to be a particularly pious or religiously observant individual, uh, although he's a person who is definitely a Muslim, uh, uh, but he's not known to be a particularly pious or righteous individual, his son says to him, this Yusuf bin Tashifin, if we call him over, um, he's going to uh, uh, bring his army, but he is going to make himself at home. And we have no guarantee that once his army is here that they're going to leave. And uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless uh, Al-Mu'tamid ibn Abbad, uh, despite the fact that he may not have had the seerah of, uh, of a person that we, you know, we consider to be a hero of Islam, but he said something at that time which was heroic. And I wish that our leaders that we have today, whether they be the leaders of countries or even just the mustard boards that, that play dirty politics behind each other's backs in America, he said something very profound and deep. He'd say that he said he said when confronted by his son who said that you know what guarantee do you have that Yusuf bin Tashifin isn't gonna like just have his park his army here and just take over all the Muslim lands after he's done uh, defeating uh, uh, um, the Spanish king uh, Alfonso the uh, Sixth. Al Mu'tamid ibn Abad says to his son, he says I would rather I would rather be. Uh, 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 I would rather be enslaved as a camel herder for Yusuf bin Tashifin in Africa than be enslaved by uh, Alfonso VI as a swineherd, as, as the herder of his pigs. He said, what? I would rather be a camel herder in Africa for Yusuf bin Tashifin than a swineherder in, in, in uh, 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 Castile, in Qashtala, in, in Castile for, uh, 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 for, for Alfonso VI. Uh, which, uh, which showed what? That uh, he knew that, that this decision to protect the deen in, uh, in, in, in his own life, in his own family, in his own person, his own city, and in Andalusia, this was, it takes precedence over, over political considerations. Even though it's known from the beginning of time that all kings uh, 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 are obsessed with nothing. They have no religion, no zikr, no anything other than the obsession they have with 
protecting their own uh, seat on the throne, uh, that, that he had enough courage inside of his heart to understand that the deen of Allah Ta'ala is something that, that takes precedence over his own, uh, his own political future. And so they will write a letter and they will send it with the ulama because they know that, that, that uh, Yusuf bin Tashifin uh, loves and respects the ulama inviting uh, uh, and pleading with Yusuf bin Tashifin to bring an army across the water uh, in order to protect the Muslims in southern Spain. And uh, Yusuf bin Tashifin will not accept this, uh, uh, accept this uh, uh, invitation right off the bat. Rather, he will himself write to the ulama and ask them, uh, and ask them uh, uh, you know, what their mashra is. Uh, and he will write to the ulama of the East as well. And he will write to the Amir al-Mu'mineen, the Khalifa, with whom the ummah took bay'ah as the Amir al-Mu'mineen, even though his political power was, uh, was very weak. And so no one has to listen to them but uh, Yusuf bin Tashifin listened to him because it was the hukum of Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So he would write him asking him for mashwaras. The jawab, the, the answers from all of these people came that uh, you should go and you should protect these people and you should, you should fight with them. So he took an army across the, uh, he took an army across the uh, uh, Strait of Gibraltar. They landed at the Jaziratul uh, Khadra. Uh, which is Al-Dusiris uh, uh, in, 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 I guess, in Europe. Uh, that's what they call it um, in the European tongues. And he will land over there, and he will unite his army with the army of Batlius and with the army of uh, Ishbilia, of, of Seville. And uh, they will basically make a plan of how they're going to meet um, how they're going to meet with uh, 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 Alfonso VI's army. Who is, uh, who is marching on, 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 on Badajoz, on Batlius. And what the plan is, is that the, 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 the native Spanish uh, army will first engage the, the, uh, 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 the native Andalusian Muslim Spanish army will first engage the army of Alfonso VI, and uh, they will wear them out, and then afterward uh, the uh, Murabitun will, will basically come onto the battlefield unbeknownst to uh, Alfonso and his army, and they will finish the job. And it was a very hard-fought battle. Um, the battle will, will be uh, 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 called in Spanish sangrajas, sangre in, 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 in Spanish and Latin uh, uh, means blood. And it's called in Arabic uh, the Battle of Zalaqa. Uh, Zalaqa yazliku means to slip. And the reason it was Zalaqa is because there was so much blood spilt on the field that uh, a person couldn't take more than a couple of steps without slipping and falling. Uh, uh, for those of you who studied Madras and Punjab during the monsoon season, you know that mud, when it gets wet, it's extremely slippery and it's very perilous to move through. It's very difficult to move through. Um, and that's what happened because of how hard fought the battle was. But it was a decisive victory for, uh, for the Muslims. Uh, very, very few. It was a rout. A rout means not just a victory where, where you win and you chase the enemy off the battlefield. Rather, you hem the enemy in in such a way that they cannot escape and you obliterate their army. And uh, uh, um, Alfonso VI, in his arrogance, who showed up that day and thought he was going to eat up uh, uh, Batlius just like he ate up uh, 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 Toledo, um, ended up barely escaping with his life. In fact, he was wounded in one, in one leg and he was lame for the rest of his life and he will never really recover from, 
from the shock of that experience. Um, and uh, uh, the rest of the Muluk al-Tawa'if are saved. And uh, 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 Yusuf bin Tashifin uh, is acknowledged as a hero of the Muslims, and uh, essentially Islam was on the verge of getting wiped off the map, and uh, uh, um, he, basically his coming delayed the Reconquista, uh, uh, which sadly, you know, that, that objective will be by bigoted and by uh, hate-filled people uh, in the Reconquista and what follows it in the Spanish Inquisition, um, they will achieve that if, uh, uh, that that goal in the fifteenth uh, 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 century. But he will delay it for several hundred years uh, because of how decisive that victory is uh, in the Battle of Zalaka and Sangrahas. Um, and so, what will happen is they'll go back to Africa, and uh, uh, they will see that the Muluk Tawaif are up to no good once more and that they're up to their drinking and their merrymaking and fighting one another and making alliances against one another with each other and with the, 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 uh, with the North. And uh, basically the ulama will appeal to uh, Sidi Yusuf bin Tashifin to come across and just you know, protect us, lift this, from, this, this curse from us and protect us so that we don't have to constantly live on the edge of peril because of these people's uh, uh, because of these people, these these leaders complete incom- incompetence, and so he will come across and he will do that. He will take the reins of one Taifa after the other, uh, and uh, he will become the leader of the unified Maghrib and uh, Andalus. Um, he will take back the Taifa of Valencia, uh, Valencia from the uh, 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 from the the Christians. Uh, 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 in the north, the the uh, the, the the crown of Castile, Leon, uh, Aragon, uh, and Galicia, and, uh, and Navarre, um, and he will. Uh, I don't know if Leon actually was part of it. Uh, at any rate, the 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 Castala and Aragon and and Galicia, he will take the Valencia back from them, and uh, he will attempt. Uh, he will he will he will fall short of the. Goal of having taken, um, having taken uh, uh, Toledo back. Toledo will never come back into the hands of the Muslims, uh, but uh, 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 at least yet. Uh, but the, uh, the, you know, he will stabilize Muslim rule in Spain. And uh, one of the things I neglected to mention is that Armat, which was the first capital of, uh, which was the first capital of the uh, uh, of, of the Morabitun like a metro, metropolitan capital, um, he will use it as a base for which they'll build an entire cap, new capital city, which is, um, which is going to be the capital of this Murabitun uh, uh, enterprise. And it will be their center. Um, and it is a Mubarak city. Uh, and it will take the name Murakush in Arabic. In English, they call it Marrakesh. And it's literally the city after which the Maghrib al-Aqsa will take its name from. The, the, the far west Muslim lands uh, um, will take their name from the city. That's why we call Morocco Morocco and we don't call it because Morocco in Arabic is Al-Maghrib. It's the, the west. Uh, uh, but we call it Marrakesh in Urdu and we call it Morocco in English because this city that the Murabitun will build will become famous throughout the, the world and the entire Morocco will be known because of the city. Uh, and it's a city of the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and of the ulama. Uh, Imam Jazuli that writes the Dalal al-Khirat is from there. 
and uh, 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 and he he he, he uh, his mazar is there, and Qadi Yad who uh, 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 writes uh, what is essentially the most substantial uh, commentary on uh, uh, on uh, 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 Sahih Muslim is there, and a number of ulama and awliya uh, they live and die in that place, uh, and it was established for the remembrance of Allah Taala and for making firm this deen uh, of Allah Taala and, and God's earth. Um, and so uh, Yusuf bin Tashishin will s- subdue all of the uh, all of the all of the, the the turbulence in the Muslim lands of Andalus uh, uh, as a hero of of, of of the people of Deen, and uh, uh, he will come back uh, to his capital city in Marrakesh, and his grave and his mazar is still in Marrakesh. Uh, so for those of you who are interested, this is one of the reasons why we wanted to take the group to uh, 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 to Morocco this winter. Uh, um, is that the Mazar of Yusuf bin Tashifin is there and uh, his grave and it's my sincere uh, uh, love and hope that I've never seen it before I've never visited it before that I go and visit his grave uh, and be able to read the Fatiha and make dua for him and pay my respect uh, uh, because a person will be with the one that they love and uh, he died at, uh, he died at uh, nearly the age of 100 and he was, a, he was not a big guy uh, uh, and he was not a, a great alim, nor was he a nobleman of the Arabs, uh, nor was he any of these other things, nor did his uh, uh, project last forever. In fact, the Murabitun will, uh, their, their government will fall one day at the hands of the, the Muahidun, who were a, a fanatical, uh, bad attempt at copycatting what the Murabitun did, and the debacle of them and their fake Mahdi, uh, uh, Abdullah ibn Tumart, uh, uh, who established their dola, which then becomes milder and less uh, theologically problematic later on? Um, he will, he will, uh, they will destroy the the, the state of the Murabitun. Uh, however, this is a problem that that people have because we live in such a materialistic age. People will say, "Oh, their project ended. Their project, Wallahi, didn't end, uh, and it's not an independent project. Rather." Abdullah bin Yasin, who gave his life for their project, he was a student of this Wijaj, uh, who was a student of Abu Imran al-Fasi, uh, who was a student of the Maliki fiqh, and, uh, uh, um, and one of the great ulama of Fas, uh, the city that was established by the grandson, great-grandson of Sayyidina al-Hasan, radiallahu anhu. That project, it, it came from where? From Medina Munawwara, where Sayyidina al-Hasan, radiallahu anhu, was buried. Uh, who took it from his grandfather sallallahu alaihi wasallam who took it from Sayyidina Jibreel alayhi salam uh, who took it from Allah ta'ala rabbul izza uh, uh, jalla jalaluhu that project was the same one that brought the banu israel from the chains of bondage into the holy land and that destroyed pharaoh and his hosts and drowned them in the ocean uh, 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 that same project is the one that, that sent Sayyidina Isa alayhi salam and the same one that sent uh, 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 all of the prophets alayhi salatu salam that saved Sayyidina Nuh and drowned uh, the kuffar from his believers that same project is the reason that, that you and I say la ilaha illallah and even though the state of the murabitun has fallen but the deen never falls and even though the state of the Murabitun has fallen, their project, their branch of the project is still running because in Mauritania, our ulama that we studied from, the manhaj and the curriculum of books that they teach, 
are the same curriculum or an evolution of the same curriculum that has been khalaf and an salaf generation to generation transmitted from that original ribat which was set up by uh, Abdullah ibn Yasin al-Jazuli rahimahullah ta'ala wa sirrahu it's the same the same manhaj for teaching uh, uh, the, the law and teaching uh, aqidah and teaching uh, all parts of the deen uh, uh, that, that we took from our teachers that uh, al-Hajj wal-Fahfu known in the west as Murabit al-Hajj uh, and, and uh, the Murabitun Murabit Ahmad Fal and Murabit Haddamin and our teachers they taught to us and they taught to their students and it's the same project through which anyone who's come to uh, uh, our ribat, our small ribat, not the one that's not Abdullah bin Yasin's ribat, that was a great one. Our little small ribat that we have in a rented room in, uh, in Glen Ellen, who's come to the ribat or come to my basement or come to my home and stayed with me to read the Risala, the same books that they taught in those, those, those great ribats. Um, they still read that same Risala. They still uh, uh, practice and keep alive the practice and the tradition of the fiqh of the people of Medina and the aqidah, the Ahlus Sunnah al Jama'ah. That is the, the, the state of the Murabitun is, and the project of the Murabitun is still alive and it still lives with us. And a blind man will think that the greater part of it is some sort of political ascendancy and political throne. Abu Bakr bin Omar gave up the political throne because he understood that the kingship of the Akhirah is khayrun wa abqa. It's more intense than the kingship of this world. It's greater than the kingship of this world and it lasts forever. Unlike the kingship of this world, it lasts forever. And so he gave up the kingship to Yusuf bin Tashifin. And Yusuf bin Tashifin, perhaps his dola has ended. Perhaps uh, uh, those bigoted and, and uh, 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 murderous uh, people of the Inquisition and of the Reconquista have 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 literally killed and destroyed, uh, killed every Muslim, uh, sought out and killed every Muslim uh, in the Iberian Peninsula and destroyed our masajid and destroyed the graves of our forefathers and of our ulama and awliya <coughs> and put idols and, and, and the and 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 icons and the uh, instruments of shirk inside of the masajid of our forefathers, but they will never be able to make what's true untrue, even if they hate the truth. And uh, 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 the, the deen and the learning uh, that, that survives from those people and the sanad that we have to them uh, is, is the greatest testament to Allah Ta'ala's love of them, that he kept this uh, silsila of teaching the knowledge of wahi and revelation alive through their, through their branch, uh, which connects upward through the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and downward through uh, 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 simple and flawed people like us uh, as flawed as we are and as unworthy as we are of being the representatives <coughs> we're nothing but scattered good deeds in the ocean in the ocean of, uh, of Allah's pleasure that he prepared for such people and the most that we can hope for is that because we love them uh, because we love them Allah Ta'ala will love us like he loved them and Allah will keep us with them that we won't be separated from them because we refuse to separate our hearts from them in this world Allah Ta'ala will not separate us from them on the day of judgment and this itself is a great manifestation of the fadl of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that we, that we started off this talk with the fadl that we're all dependent on uh, the fadl that we're all dependent on by every breath and by day and night by when we remember to ask for it and when we forget and we're completely heedless of it uh, and so uh, that's uh, what I wanted to mention. And uh, 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 inshallah, when I post the lecture, the icon of the, the, the lecture will be a picture of the Mazar of Yusuf bin Tashifin. Whoever has a chance to go to Marrakesh, go and, and say salam. 
because uh, the awliya of Allah Ta'ala la khawfun alayhim wa lahum yahzanun and go say salam and make dua and read fatiha and, sh- and show your respect and those who cannot make it then know that Allah Ta'ala is in every time point in, in, in time and space and make dua for them as a manifestation of your love for them make dua for them and read the fatiha for them as a, or some part of the Quran for them as a manifestation of your love for them so that love can bear witness for you in this world and in the hereafter in front of Allah Ta'ala and that he can make he, that he, he can give us from his father that we will be with the ones that we loved because we love the ahlullah and the people who gave for his sake even though we're not uh, we're not we're not able to be like them uh, no matter how hard we try sometimes we're not able to be like them but Allah Ta'ala may bear witness that we love him for his sake uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala give all of us so much tawfiq wa sallallahu ta'ala ala rasulihi sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in